Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising post-game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. I'm Ramon Chavez here with Owen Evans. We're at live. We're live at Wild Horse Pass. Uh, zero zero draw today. Not the most exciting game, especially after yeah. that four four zero victory last week. Um, Owen, just right off the bat, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? This was a six pointer, which is you know what, what you called it. A lot of people were calling it that as well. And it ends in a zero zero draw. I think that we take two steps forward last week and then one step back this week. What how are you feeling? I just feel as though, and this is look, of course you gotta take positivity when you beat a team four 0 last week, mm-hmm. as we saw. The problem was I feel Colorado Springs, they looked like they were utterly gassed. Yeah. They looked like they had played too many games. You know, those back-to-back kind of weekends they had with a Friday, Monday, they did it too many times. They looked exhausted. And they came here and rightfully, you know, it was ha- just handed to Rising. They scored four goals. Colorado Springs have been leaking goals all season mm-hmm. and ultimately didn't seem to offer much up top. Today, look, were Rising good enough defensively? Broadly speaking, yes. They gave up a couple of opportunities, but that was kind of how we expected Vegas to play. Yeah. Um, and of course, we can't ignore the goal line save that was spectacular by Darnell King today in that mm-hmm. first half and, and just how critical that was really. But creativity, where was it? Again, again, it, it just it just looked exactly like, and I don't know, one point out of nine. I tweeted this. Pat Moses just put it in the chat. One point out of nine against Vegas this season. Terrible. Yeah. No, not it wasn't good enough. And now you're down to 11 games this season. You're still out of the playoffs. You were playing a team that holds currently the last spot uh, in, in the playoffs. They're in seventh now with, with uh, 33 points. This was a must-win game. I don't know what was the talk before the game, what was the, the exact game plan, but it looked like the rising offense of old before that, that 4-0 outing out of Colorado uh, against Colorado Springs. So was that just a mirage? Was that just something where exactly how you're saying you faced a defeated team that wasn't really going to play up to their potential. And now when you have someone like like Las Vegas, who, you know, I'll be perfectly honest, I wasn't impressed with what I saw down there. There was a, a few occasions where, yes, Darnell King came in clutch. But other than that, those two, three chances, nothing else was happening for Las Vegas. Danny Trejo was shut down by, by Joey Calistri. I thought he did a wonderful job with that. The defense overall, 450 minutes now without giving, a, giving up a goal, going back to uh, the Memphis defeat. The defense is playing up to par. I think they're all playing great. It's the offense. When you get to that final third, what are you going to do besides cross the ball into the box? That was the big issue I had today. Yes, you have J.J. Williams, 6'4", huge guy, played great last week. This was not the case this week. Cross after cross after cross. You need to do something more creatively. You need to play one-twos off uh, off each other without just – pinging the ball around and hoping that somehow J.J. Williams is going to get to the ball or a rebound is going to get to some rising player for a chance for an outside-the-box shot. There needs to be more to this offense than just let's get it into the box. Yeah, rising has two speeds, it appears, in the final third, or two tactics in the final third. Number mm-hmm. one is they're going to smack a ball into the box and see what happens. Yep. Uh, I just kind of ponderous sometimes with that as well, where mm-hmm. it's like, there's no real movement, not even in the area, to kind of get towards those balls, or they don't feel like they're particularly good crosses aimed at anybody in particular. Yeah. The other one is they're going to take everybody on. And we saw Babu try that a few times today. You know what? I'm going to go run through five defenders, and that don't work. Yeah. You can't. You get past the first two or three, and then you hit the fourth, and they stop you, if mm-hmm. you even get that far. Yeah. So it just feels as though in the final third, they just don't really have a plan, almost. Mm-hmm. 
And and that's what we saw today. It did feel indeed very much like those games, those nil-nil games we've seen earlier this season, mm-hmm. or that streak where they were, you know, losing a lot of games and yet, you know, yeah, they'd have their five, ten minute spell where they'd score a good few goals, but you know, they, they for the rest of the game they wouldn't be doing an awful lot of anything. Yeah. That's kind of how it felt today again. And it, it's just it's just not good enough. And look, you can't come home now knowing you have a lot of away games coming up in the future now mm-hmm. but and this is the problem people will say oh they've got a fair few then at home at the very end of the season great but you've got to still be in that hunt at the end of the season when yeah. you come back here yeah you and gotta- these next few games how many away games is it it's it's most of them most of the next how many you've got this picture of this up there one two a home game there we go four are. five <laughs> hold on a minute so it's one Six. two it's one, two, three, four, Seven. five, six. Six of the next eight games are away from home. Yeah. Now, Rick did credit the South End for what they did today, for keeping it going for 90 minutes, given that, look, it, it was miserable here today. The temperatures were not nice. I know <laughs> I, I myself, for a little second half, hid myself in here in the air conditioning because it's not nice. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, you've got to do better. You've got to do better in these home games because it's getting tougher. And there are some really tough games in those away games coming up. Yeah, uh, I think offensively they're they're stagnant. In when in a, in a game like this, when you know Las Vegas is going to sit back, they're going to wait for that counter. Rising has to be, you know, more potent offensively. And what what I mean by that is that they got to take their man one on one. They got to play the ball faster in in the final third because otherwise, Las Vegas is just going to hold down that low block and they're going to take every attack. We saw today JJ Williams. I think he got to two of the crosses that were in, but how, you know, you got to make the keeper, you know, work yeah. for, for at least a, a few of those. So it, it's, it, it's a concern to me. And I see on the, on the chat uh, that rising has always done this outside the cross thing, Cortez and John were the only two who could really ever really do anything with that. And I understand that that's maybe the way that the shots uh, wants to play, but they, you know, with the tools that they have available, they have to play a little bit differently. There has to be more creatively, you know, coming out of the players. And the game plan has to tell, hey, this, if plan A isn't working, what's plan B? What are we going to do? Because other other than that, you're going to get these 0-0 draws, boring games, where the, the players are going to get frustrated, the fans are going to get frustrated, and ultimately, Rising ends up losing because they're not winning those three points that they need. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. They, they could have been, what, I, I believe it was two points out of sixth even today? Yeah. If they'd have gotten the result because El Paso dropped points, mm-hmm. they'd have been in a really good spot. Would if they could have gotten the win today, they Galaxy. need it. Tied with Galaxy, you've got their own stuff going on. We'll uh, touch on that on Tuesday, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll have heard some more from the city of Irvine by then. But I, I just... Look, yeah. I, I, and you know, I, I don't use words like offense, okay? That's not what we say. Uh, it's the attack. I'll be straight up. It's almost offensive to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just bad. It's it's bad. Um, I, I know Pat and they're called the impotent. That's relatively fair yeah um it's kind of how it looks you know what it's been brought up in here should we talk about santi it's come up in the chat we will let's talk about it santi We're we bring it to one him second later. one second we got to talk about one our second. friends at, at uh at ogs first uh because we do have a sweepstakes that's that's going on with our friends at ogs i know the santi stuff is going to be really thrilling to talk about but our friends at ogs are actually having a sweepstakes called flavoring life so the flavoring life sweepstakes one winner will receive Three, yes, three bags of OG's gummies, including orange creamsicle and tropical flavors, an OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Just so take a minute. Look at look how happy they look. 
they look exactly how you wanted to look tonight. That's how I wanted to look. Happy tonight. I came but into the game. Could look that happy <laughs> if you win the sweepstakes. So. Exactly, exactly. You get all that great stuff that's on the screen right now. Again, the the hat, uh, the gummies, the PHNX membership, with the, which itself is, a, is an amazing value. So you got to make sure to do that. But the way that you can sign up for these sweepstakes is by going to gophnx.com, or if you click the sh- the link on our show notes, you guys can. Uh, enter the sweepstakes then. And also, you guys can check out OGs online if you want to purchase their product at ogsbrands.com and follow them on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. And remember, you must be 21 years or older to purchase. So shout out to OGs. All right, Owen. So we saw Santi uh, come out of the pitch today. We kind of noticed, we were up here in the press box, yeah. we noticed that he wasn't traveling across the pitch back to the bench. No. No. So, so can you explain a little bit further? What did Rick have to say about that? So just to, to put it into perspective, Santi was on the far side of the field. To put it clearly now, yes, he's entitled. He's not really supposed to walk across the field to the bench. He's supposed to leave the field there and mm-hmm. walk around. Yep. He didn't do that. He walked straight down the tunnel when he was subbed off. It came up in the post-game press conference. It was asked, look, did, did Santi have a knock or anything? Was he, was he off seeking treatment? The comment back was, we'll handle that internally. So... Look, I I don't want to say a little bit of an I told you so to certain people who were dismissing the fact that there were problems in that locker room. But we've been talking about this for weeks. Now, is that... It's not a shock. Now, his behavior tonight by walking to, to back to the dressing room, is it due to those problems that you're, you're alluding to? Or is it the fact that he's just not having a great season and he knows it and he's frustrated? What, what, do you think that could be it as well? I mean, I, I can't peer inside his mind, but I don't tend to believe from the things that we hear that mm-hmm. he is particularly happy. Look, there is a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Yep. So whether you want to look at Rick and the celebration last week or not, you've got to be aware of the fact that there are players in there who are not happy, mm-hmm. right? In the nicest possible way, the amount of stuff that we hear leaked out of a locker room, you don't get that. Yeah. Things are all rosy and happy. Mm-hmm. So we just need to forget the fact that, you know, they, th- things aren't rosy and happy in there. There are players here who will be happy backing up their coach 100%. I know that. Yeah. But we can't pretend it's everyone. We just can't. And in, in days like today, I see there's a lot of people in here arguing about this one. Santi to be traded, possible energy vampire is one. Uh, what else I mean, have we Rick got did here? Say that. Rick did say that. He said, hey, mm-hmm. if there's any, you know, people in the locker room that are not positive and they're you know, they're not bringing that energy to, to the field and to the practice fields, then they're not going to be here. Yeah. So it's I, I, I understand Santi's point of view. He's frustrated. You know, after the season that he had last year, coming into the season, turbulent, I would say. Uh, I would put it that way. But his performance on the field, it's not it's not up to par. And that's that's just being honest. It's not. But it's an sound- everyone problem. Yeah, it's an ev- I, that's why I feel harsh here. Right. And I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand entirely that when you've got a guy who, in terms of the amount that he's being paid, is effectively the successor to Solomon Asante, right? That's what he's been expected to do. And he hasn't stepped up and taken that mantle quite in the same way that he could have. I understand some frustration at him, but we can't pretend that it's him and him alone that is struggling this season. The entire team has been mediocre in the final third. Mm -hmm. And that's not just on him. That's on a lot of people here. Shout out to, I'm not sure if this is the same Rick Chance in the chat that we had before or not. We've got someone in here who's just coming with a username, Rick Chance, saying, great point, guys. I have a lot to think about. Well, 
It's terrible. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks I just for the imagine chat. Rick Sean trying to create a Gmail and there's 25 accounts <laughs> under his name because mm. people keep making them. But yeah, I agree. It's tough. You know, the, the pressure, I, I, you know, it's, it's on Santi's shoulders. The fact that he didn't come back to the bench, though, says a lot. Like, well, he knows that there's going to be consequences. Now, based on the comments that Rick has, has said, I doubt we're going to maybe see him in the starting lineup next Friday against I'd Orange be, County. I'd be personally surprised if we did because at the end of the day, and um, I, I'm not – look, I whether Santi is right or wrong to do what he did, yeah. as a coach, you do have to instill a degree of discipline. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand that. Mm-hmm. And so if he's dropped next week, I won't be surprised. I understand that from Rick in his position – may well have to do that mm-hmm. if that's what he feels is right. However, I'm personally a little bit uneasy about what that means Yeah, and what we're going to see then against Orange County in a game that, look, this was a six-pointer, but next Friday, it's must-win to yeah. me. If you can't win away to Orange County, what, what are you doing? They're bottom of the league at the moment. They are bottom of the table in the Western Conference. We can't go away there and see a win. Mm-hmm. From Phoenix Rising, I, I, I just personally, I, I'm not feeling like this is going to end well as a season. Yeah, the, the time is short. It's 11 games now. This was a must win. If they won today, like we said earlier, they'd be tied for eighth place with LA Galaxy. And then that just puts you one step closer to the the, the playoffs, you know. And, and so you're going to play El Paso after Orange County. There's going to be a two-week layoff uh, in between that. But it's th- this was a must win game and I don't know how else to, to put it. The players know it. You know, I think they came out with a lot of intensity in the first half. Second half, I think maybe they, they struggled a little bit more to create chances. And we, we saw Las Vegas maybe said, you know what, we're just going to cut our losses. We're just going to sit back a little bit. And I think Rising struggled with that. But regardless, they, they, they needed to win today. Um, Orange County is just, if anything, that's, you know, your make or break, because at that point you're running out of time. You're going to play away from home. And you can see, you know, how well the defense is playing, but is the offense going to gonna finally click? We saw that performance against Colorado, but again, not didn't happen the, this week. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's just we, you kind of just throw up your hands because you, you see a performance, like you're saying, you, you, you go two steps forward and then you go one step back today. And it's I'd they're running out of chances. Back. I'd yeah. say two steps back today. They needed a result. They didn't do it. Yeah. Look, I, I just... I just, this is where I'm kind of grasping at things. And people will throw around like, oh, you're being too negative, whatever. Is you one negative? point, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one point out of nine against Las Vegas, a cause for positivity. Yeah. Like, seriously, it's just, I, I'm just at a loss here as to how we can defend that. Yeah. They're four points back from the playoffs, yes, but this is a league where over half the teams make the playoffs, right? I, I, I'm just at a loss as to... This isn't positive, you know, it's not about positivity or negativity for me. It's about reality. And the yep. reality is what we're seeing is the same problem time and time again. And it's just not good enough. Mm-hmm. It's just not good enough overall. And the one thing I will say, though, in the boys' defense tonight, yep. I don't think watching that game tonight, we saw any lack of effort from them. Yeah. I don't feel that we saw any unwillingness from them to leave it out on the field. I just think that there was a lack of direction at times Mm -hmm. and that there was a lack of execution. And overall, as much as it's, you know, we we don't want to say it, it's the same again. It's the same again. Yeah. And 
these yeah. things aren't changing. Yeah, for sure. We'll talk about the the tactical changes a little bit more. Um, but right now, let's take a quick break um, and talk about. Actually, let's talk about the DraftKings King of the Game because we haven't talked about that yet. But I thought it was Kevin Lambert today. Um, it, w- it was tough to find someone, honestly. I thought, but <laughs> I think Kev Lambert and the defense were were really great today. Uh, Seventy seven touches, two interceptions, three tackles today for uh, Kev Lambert. I-, I feel he's the linchpin and in-, in the middle makes things happen uh, defensively. You know, he. I I told you this in the in the first half that I feel I felt like the rising team rising team was just so much bigger <laughs> than any of yeah. the Las Vegas players and uh, you could definitely t- you know uh, tell by by Kev Lambert been in the midfield but he he did great he's been playing wonderfully and I think due to him honestly is taking the weight off the shoulders of the defense as well because he's making interceptions uh, he you know he did go down a little bit with, there was a harsh tackle on him but other than that you know he he played great and the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, I think that you've got to, you can't underestimate just how important it is to have a good defensive midfielder when you're coming up against a team like this, a team that are going to get you with pace and the quick transition. And having a good defensive midfielder who's going to kind of snuff out some of those moments before they even become anything too, uh, you know, too important. Yeah, it's great. It's important. And uh, shout out to Super Chat in here. Scott Mitchell, never fun to lose, but always fun listen. Uh, to listen to PHNX team post-match. Great job, guys. Thank you, Scott. Always appreciate the Super Chats. Um, let's talk about our friends at DraftKings. If you guys haven't yet, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you use promo code PHNX and you make your first deposit, you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. And that's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure to sh- check out the show notes for the details. You could have won some big money on a draw today. Did you, you, could have, you check the odds before? It, I'm pretty sure it was over plus 300 mm-hmm. today for a draw. So you could have won some good money on this if you'd have gone with a draw. Yeah. I mean, I wish it wasn't a draw. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have won money with that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, make sure to put those bets in. Um, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens with, with Rising moving forward. But you can always count on DraftKings being there, making make sure you can make some money. Um, Owen, let's talk about the substitutions. Uh, Arturo Rodriguez, Greg Hurst come in. Babu and Santi Moore uh, leave the, the the field. And let's talk about those two for right now. We talked about Santi not having the, the best game. I also thought Babu had maybe the worst game since he's been playing up top. Struggled a lot. From the stats that I saw, he lost the ball, I think, 20 times. Let me just confirm really quick. 58 minutes played. Um, yeah, he lost the ball. Possession lost 19 possession, times. 19 times. 19 times he lost possession. Look, I think the problem he had, again, he... You know, I kind of spoke earlier to the the two modes of attack for Rising. Mm-hmm. He was leaning very heavily in the latter, but by he was just running at about eight guys, yeah. and that doesn't work. It doesn't work because you can't get past all of them. Mm-hmm. And then the final execution from him wasn't quite there either when he was trying to do something else with it. So yeah. it was just a rough game for him. Look, he's had some okay games when he's been put up there. His pace can cause some trouble. I do kind of think that he's a little bit more of a threat in that position maybe than he is at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's not his finest game at all. So I understood why he came off. Yeah. The, the Santi one coming off kind of surprised me a little bit just because I wasn't too sure about with who was coming on at that time. Yeah. Looking to them to be the wingers, right? Greg, mm-hmm. I understand. Yes, you might. He's playing on the wing a bit more. I actually at one point thought he may have been moved over to a 10 with Cozy out wide. And then that looked like it was literally just a, one move kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and Arturo out wide, to me, it limits him. It's not, yeah. it's not his peak. It's not what he's best at, which yeah. is being in the middle, being disruptive, finding those piercing kind of balls, mm -hmm. and just picking people out where he's got a lot of space to look around. He's got the whole field in front of him, and he didn't have that. Mm -hmm. When you're out wide, you're a lot more limited. Rick said he thought he was hanging on to the ball too much, but everyone was hanging on to the ball too much outside the penalty area. Yeah. Yeah, there was one occasion where I, I think it was on a counterattack off a cross from Las Vegas where Greg Hurst was able to get the ball out wide to him. He had Quinn next to him on, on the flank, but I agree with Rick on that part. He should have either, you know, let the ball to uh, go to Quinn or done something with the ball once he cut in. And, yeah, he held the ball a little bit too long. But here's the thing. That's not his position. I don't think, you know, that he's suited for that. But, you know, when it comes to that, who else is going to be in that position? Is it going to be Johnny? I don't think this was the game for him to be Absolutely in. Absolutely not. And we you, talked you about this. You know my yeah. feelings on Lamin Johnny. Yeah, and I don't think this was the game to put him in. No, especially no. the way Las Vegas was playing. And given his crossing accuracy not being the best. Um, but Anything yeah. technical in the final third, not the best. Yeah, um, exactly. So at that point, you know, what, what can you do? You know, you have the tools available for, to you. And, you know, I, I think the... The subs were okay. Greg Hurst, that he had that shot on target that looked like it went in. Um, but other than that, who else are you going to put in? So it's it's Koze in the middle. He came in for Saijas. Um, And, yeah, I, I feel like Arturo is still kind of winding up a little bit more. When you put him on the wings, he's coming off that foot injury. I don't think he's 100% fit right now. So a little bit more pressure on him too. But uh, you could see on the field Quinn kind of talking to him, letting him know, hey, cut in or come here or press here. So I think he's trying to still kind of get that game sense going after being out for so long. Yeah, I still just feel as though it wasn't his position. Yeah. It wasn't where he was best at. And personally, I'd have probably looked to use him in a different way, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, definitely some some things to think about. A uh, few people that missed the game today. We saw him on the sidelines. Ryan Flood, Claudio Rapetto, Anguiano. Uh, we did see Marcus on the bench today, but he didn't see any playing time. So... Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, players not making the cut, and that's what's going to happen with this team. So we'll, we'll see what happens. 26 players, only 18 spots. It's a lot. It's a lot. Now, today, Rick said, of course, the lineup kind of picked itself because of the 4-0 win last week. Yeah. He couldn't really make any changes to the starting 11, but I think we're going to see changes next week because this wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. I feel as though there is a good chance that Santi will not start next week because of what happened when he was taken off, mm -hmm. but we'll have to see. Yeah, We'll have to see how that's handled. Um, but yeah, again, I mean, people in the chat are saying it, look, defensively, this team has stepped up, mm -hmm. but in the attack, they're just not there. And last week was an absolute outlier. It was one game in, I believe five where they've scored. Yeah. Now <laughs> four goals in five games and all in one game. Yeah. All in one <laughs> game. You can't do that and expect to keep climbing up the table. They did slightly climb up the table one spot today, but they are still, still four points back on the playoffs. They yeah. haven't gotten any closer to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They just moved up a spot. Yeah, they, they lost time. That's basically what happened today. If you look at the games that are moving, uh, coming forward, uh, Orange County, El Paso, RGV. Then you have Oakland, you have San Diego, you have Monterey Bay. San Diego's playing wonderfully. They beat San Antonio today. Uh, Oakland, uh, you know, we just saw that. Monterey Bay, look at them. 26 points right yeah. now. They won, I believe, four yeah. out of the last five. So they're coming up as well. So yeah. this is time for rising to buckle down. I know we said this the entire season. Uh, shout out to Jacob. Hold on, hey, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. tie in the house. Ramon, I'm going to need you to step aside. Why do I got to go? You We're go. I'll talk to him. We're getting some insight from the man. <laughs> 
He's coming in. The man, the man. Did you see his catch today? Did you guys catch it on the stream or I, if you were here? If anyone was here and you didn't see it, look at that. Jake had a catch that was worthy of a Romero was Peter like, you're going to take my job. That's what he said. Catch it. So uh, <laughs> let's right, bring we'll him let in. Jake. Bring in a little guest here. If we can get uh, Jose Bosch to cut that up, send it to Rambo. Try not to knock our table over here, please, Jake. But Jake, <laughs> Ron, what are your thoughts on that game? Um, I think it's a massive blown opportunity. Um, Rising could have been uh, two points back of both sixth and seventh place, the last two playoff spots in the conference with a win tonight. Um, but one out of nine points against Vegas, three out of nine against Vegas in the course of a season is just poor. It's not good enough. Um, and tonight is one of those games where – you know, you talk about the future with the standings and, oh, if they win this, then they'll be in this. Well, that, you got to win it. And these are the games that are six worth six points if you can win them. But when you draw, I was just I was just saying that given three matches, you win one, lose two, I draw all three, nil-nil, we're level on points. Yeah. And, and, and yes, I don't want to take anything away from the clean sheet, five in a row, and Ben's been fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I've been saying he's the team's MVP all season. Tonight, specifically, didn't have much to do, but the clean sheets can only do you so much. Like, one point is not going to do it. You need results, especially going down the stretch when the teams that you're now playing are the ones that you need to lose. And you can't – Rick even said it tonight. You can't, uh, you can't count on other teams to be dropping points for you. You need to take it. By your own hands and grab the grab the rest of the season by the scruff of the neck exactly and look we, we we talked about it earlier before you came in there's a lot of away games coming up now you look at it orange county el paso colorado springs san diego monterey bay sacramento there's only two home games in that time so that's six out of the next eight are away yeah. from home and the two home games are against atlanta united atlanta and, and oh no they're at the end of the season yeah at the very, very end. end but it just feels as though it's going to slip away isn't it you've got to take these points at home and they haven't been they haven't been. No, the the. I mean, this season has just been a complete change to what we're used to over the last few years, obviously. Um, but going on the road, this team's proven that it's not the best on the road. The teams they're playing, they have a very bad history. Yes, last year they happened to do it for the first time against Sacramento. They happened to do it against OC for the first time in the regular season. Um, that's actually where the whole tie tie thing came in was last year at OC. Um, or is it LA, I thought. So LA, didn't wear LA, it LA is when I didn't wear it, and then OC, I did wear it, and then we kind of made it the rule from there. Fun fact, Rising's only won away to OC twice in club history. One was the 2018 Western Conference Final. The other one was last year. In the Stop season. trying to claim credit, Jay. I was in attendance for both. <laughs> if, if this match was on a Saturday, I'd be there. But it's not. It's on a Friday. You know, what I'm hearing, though, and this is the real question... First of all, just shout out to the chat here that are loving it, apparently, that you're in here. We got uh, Phoenix Rising Nation bringing up wolf milk. Uh, <laughs> he knows that he gets the joke. He gets the joke. Uh, so they'll RC let anyone on this pod, week. says Bobby, as he makes some certain comments about your team here. You can uh, see for yourself. Oh, no. I already I see the, I see the last name. He's a Juventino. It's but fine. here's the question, the real question. That tie, are you going to take it out and sacrificially burn it because it failed you tonight? We talked about this. I don't have a good record versus Vegas. I was, just at, burn I, was, the tie. I was at the 5-2 defeat in 2018. But you've got to let the bad like vibes out. Just burn the tie in some kind of sacrificial... like. <laughs> I do not believe I will be at another game this season. Pot oh. Potentially the Wednesday. 
um, but I'm oh. not entirely sure. So maybe is that a sacrificial? Uh... We're sacrificing you. Yes. Oh, I'm not sure how that'll go down. Chat, make sure to give us some comments as and as far as you like there. Uh, I wanted to see your take though on this one because we've discussed this obviously. Santi Mara and what happened tonight. What do you think? I mean, I was at the north end, um, so I didn't get a close look, but I definitely noticed. And I tweeted it. It did not look injury-related. I don't want to speculate as to it was what it was, but he, he did look pissed off. I mean, he – and I, I think, it, again, this is just speculation. You're asking him to now play on the right wing, which is not his preferred position, so that Babu can play on the left. And if you're Santi, if you're thinking in his mind, well, I had a bad game tonight. And, but I'm not playing my position. Is that fair? And maybe he's just getting frustrated with that. And, you know, we obviously don't know what's happening behind closed doors. But there was visible frustration from Santi tonight when he left. Obviously, Rick saying that they'll handle it in-house does not bode well for the situation and a team dynamic. But, yeah, it's uh, – I think tempers are starting to boil. Yeah. All right. Well, Jake, it has been nice having you on here. I love being on here, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. We, we just grab him pretty much. Whenever he comes anywhere near us, it's Jake. You don't have an option. Sit yourself down. You are coming on the show. But Jake, lovely to have you as always. We'll probably not see you again then if you're not coming back. But um, who knows? I hope so. But I, I just don't see the uh, the schedule working out with Arizona State and, uh, and D-backs. Disappointing, disappointing. All right. Well, Jake, I'm sure we'll not see you around then. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. All right, so Ramon now coming back in. Thank you, Jake. Oh, man. All right. You like your little break you got there? Yeah, I got to get some water, take some pictures. Oh, it's a fun time. Yeah. Um, yeah. We this... shout out the guy. And this is why I think they're different accounts. There's a second. I do think the two Rick Shantz ones that are in our chat are actually different accounts because they got different pictures. Uh, the most recent one is saying, I truly believe my game plan is great. I believe the team definitely needs to step it up. I here we go. We're just effectively getting things that are like pretty much Rick quotes from the past few oh like months thrown out here. I, I, I will say, and um, I'm going to post some videos from the press conference later. I listened back to the audio, and at least at one point, the chance of "Hey, hey, ho, ho!" Rick and Bobby got to go was audible on the press conference audio. So the fans are still not giving up. Let's look, put it that way. They're not not particularly happy. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, a lot of us aren't either. No. <laughs> um, yeah, like like we said, only four goals in the last five games. Uh, you score those goals against a Colorado team that wasn't at their best. Uh, you come home and you get another zero zero draw. It's not. It doesn't look good. It's it, it was a must win, uh, missed opportunity, like Jake said. So it's it's tough to see, and we need answers now. The the team needs answers now. Uh, there's less and less games by the week, obviously, but it's just. You know, with that amount of games, a lot of them being on the road, it's going to be tough for them to climb out. You see Monterey playing really well, an Orange County team that has already come uh, to Wild Horse Pass. And like how Jake's is saying, they've only Rising has only won twice at their stadium. Uh, so it, it, it doesn't look easy uh, moving forward. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Any last thoughts, Owen? <sighs> I, I don't know, because I kind of want to say that surely things are going to turn around at some point. The problem is we've been saying that for weeks. Months, maybe months. One day, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll be able to sit the here team, and the team say, does look we've seen a couple of wins. The team in a does row. look better. I'll say that. You know, now can they pull it together, score some goals? That's that's going to be the the key moving forward. <sighs> Big side. 
Big sigh, big sigh. <laughs> That's where I am right now. Uh, I know Owen can't wait to get home and open up uh, some cans of, uh, of beer. Wow. Of beer. Wow, some maybe. wow. Get, get some Four that... Peaks wow. What's with you and Jacob and wow? Is it Jacob was talking about wow on the D-back show as well. So It's well, a good beer. It? It's a good gotta, beer. That's I gotta, why. I got to try it. That's why. But yeah, make sure yeah. to get your, your own Four Peaks this weekend and uh, you guys can uh, can drink at home. All right, Owen, that's pretty much it on our end. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. We'll probably have some answers on on what happened with Santi from Rick Shantz. Maybe possibly, a little bit possibly. possibly. We may also have some talk about certain things revolving around the next opponent for Phoenix Rising Orange County and possibly some added motivation they might have going into that game. Of course, a lot of questions over their stadium situation. Mm -hmm. Probably going to be resolved by the city of Irvine on Tuesday. All this only came out on Friday that suddenly LA Galaxy are trying to swoop in and effectively kick them out of that stadium with a new deal. Soccer uh, wars. We'll, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, on Tuesday in more detail. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have a lot more on that, I expect. Look at look how excited he is. He has a whole rant prepared. Soccer wars. <laughs> Soccer Here wars. we go. All right, y'all. If you haven't yet, make sure to follow us at uh, on Twitter at phnx underscore underscore rising. That's two underscores, which is twice the number of points that Rising picked up today. Exactly. So make sure to help us out there. And also, if you haven't liked this video or subscribe to the YouTube channel, help us out. Make us, uh, you know, get get more people involved here with the show. All right. Shout out to uh, Jake over here hanging out with us on the side. Shout out to our producer, Jacob. And shout out to you guys as well for sticking around with us. Always appreciate you here on a Saturday night. So uh, appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Owen, appreciate all the the coverage you provide and we will be back on tuesday so make sure to stay tuned for that until then be well stay safe and see you next time